Get your ass in that cell, boy. Sitting in the Harris County Jail, spending all my little time. Not driving fancy cars, I'm just staying at bars and about to lose my mind. So I get up to take a shower. Funky toes are everywhere. Saw a trustee eating more than me, and I thought it wasn't fair. And it hurts right here. Stuck in here for a year. I miss my girl, and I miss my free world. I really miss my free world. I'm so all alone. I don't know when I'm going home. <laughs> What is up, everybody? Welcome to another week of the Rap Show. I'm your host, Adam Rap. That's Rap with two Ps, because two Ps are better than one. And I'm so happy and so blessed to be here on a Tuesday, even though I missed the show yesterday. If you heard the uh, intro music there, you can have an idea of why I was not here for NFL Nuggets. Had to give Tyler and Kaz Galaxy a call and say, hey man, you know what? We're getting ready for the playoffs. Take the week off and we will be back next Monday as our regularly scheduled NFL Nugs hits the airwaves right here live from the media block. As I said, this is the rap show, the best in sports sounds and style all week and 24-7 on your favorite podcast platform anywhere in the world as you seek. You like that? My last name is rap. Don't forget that. What is the media block, you may ask, where we do this fine show four days a week, Monday through Thursdays, if we're not locked up in the Harris County Jail? Yes, I was. Uh, I'll save that story for another day of the week, probably in the lowdown, huh? That'd be the perfect place to tell you guys what happened, but, you know, just making sure that you stay on top of your responsibilities when it comes to the privilege of having a driver's license. Make sure you pay your surcharges. But the media block. Now, here is some positive news right here on a Tuesday, and we'll be back for our year-end Tuesday Tuesday with special guests, friends in the industry, and looking at some of the hottest sneakers to release in 2018, what we think needs to come to an end as far as certain styles or certain maybe in-the-moment hot collabs, but uh, and what we can look forward to in the future of footwear, of course, and all the heat for your feet on Tuesday Tuesday next week. That will be Christmas Eve. Yes, kids, Santa's coming to town. So if you need a pair on your feet, hey, hit us up, therapshow at gmail.com. We'll see what we can do for your feet to stay elite. Yes, yes, yes. But uh, we will do NFL Nugs today. We're going to get into all the Week 16 action, look ahead to the end of the regular season, and, of course, the playoff picture at hand, including the hometown H-Town, Houston Texans, right up the street here from the media block. Now, the media block is the spot to make your visions and your dreams become a virtual reality with all the services that they have here in the field of media. If you need graphics, if you need motion uh, animation on your your video or on your news clip or on your YouTube feature, if you need to actually shoot a video or 
a YouTube show, or even produce your own podcast, all of the tools are right here at 6023 South Loop East. Yeah, I'm fired up today. Right here off of Makawa, just down the street from the Pea Farm. No, I was not there. But if you're from H-Town, you know what the Pea Farm is. But make that U-turn. Don't head that way. Head on the other side of the loop right here by that Fiesta. Pull up, pop in, say hello. There's usually one of the friendly staff here. It's a family operation, a family business, small Small in nature, but huge for potential around the world and producing media at the snap of a finger. I come in today. I'm ready to roll. I've got a lot on my mind, a lot to talk about, a lot going on in the NFL is the uh, really the this is it. The light at the end of the tunnel and getting ready for the playoffs. And it's going to be a playoff push unlike any other and unlike the Texans have ever had in the past here in H-Town. So I'm very excited for that. Looking forward to it. You know, I've, I've come around on the Texans organization because they have stood steady in, in the last couple of years and stuck with the plan at hand. So we'll talk about that, I promise. And, you know, even the old guard, Bob McNair, you know, you don't wish in death upon anybody, but I think it was time for the old uh, warden to retire away and let, you know, somebody who sees the criminal justice system you see the theme here today. Uh, he once you know, famously or infamously said here in Houston that we can't let the inmates run the asylum. And, you know, sensitive time, sensitive language to use for sure when, you know, guys are just wanting to speak out for some of the things they see in their communities going on with the kneeling on the sideline or the protest. And it just wasn't the right context to use that. So, like I said, new, fresh blood from the quarterback all the way up to the front office. And I think, you know, Cal McNair, Bob's son, is is probably not <laughs> as hip of an old man as, as you'd like him to be, but I think more in tune with today's generation of players and the sensitive nature of how we look at the criminal justice system. You know, I could do a whole podcast uh, just on the experience and what I see, what I've seen, what I just saw go on for a couple days uh, and it sucks I had to go through it but man a lot of people have it way worse off and so I'm just thankful that shout out to Mrs. Rap. yes I said it uh, I'm just thankful to have a wife that will go at 3.30 in the morning and, and get me out of, of trouble that you know I really didn't put myself into it wasn't any I was hurting anybody my license was suspended for a, a surcharge that I didn't pay from an old fine so anyway um, that's the gist of the story, but I'll, I'll tell you about the experience on Thursday in the lowdown. And then tomorrow, I'm very excited as the holidays kick off, Christmas being next week. Christmas comes early right here on the Rap Show midweek for Hip Hop Hoops Day with my man Big Dave Dixon. Yeah, I know if all Do- Almighty Dollar hears this episode before tomorrow, he's going to maybe uh, fall ill at lunchtime so he can get over here to the media block and kick it with Big Dave Dixon. And speaking of kicking it, we're going to be kicking it out at the Satellite Lounge for week 17 of the NFL season with my man Silver Hair, with Kaz Galaxy, with AP Bolsky. Got to confirm almighty dollar. He's a busy man, but I bet you bottom dollar he'll be there. Get it? Bottom dollar? No, he's our top dollar. The almighty dollar. Uh, But yes, we will be out there for the conclusion of the regular season of the NFL and then to get you ready for the playoffs as we look at the seedings as they lock 
locked them all in. There's no Monday Night Football that last week of the season, so it'll all be on the table on Sunday, and we'll know by the end of the show how those playoffs are looking. So we can get you guys ready, and then hopefully we can do that on a regular basis on Sundays out there at the Satellite Lounge on the east side of downtown where it's popping now. You know, you've got the soccer stadium over there. You've got some great venues. You've got some nice housing going in. It's good to see that side. Of course, we used to do the old TV show. If you ever got to catch it on Friday nights here in Houston on local cable, it was a blast, and all the guys were there. So hopefully you'll come out and see us at the Satellite Bar, and we'll give you more information as we get closer to Week 17. But you guys are here for some NFL nugs, right? So let's get into it. Uh, Big shout out to everybody that's been tuning in on my Instagram for the Instagram live. Look inside the pod block here at the Media Center. Once again, 6023 South Loop East. And beautiful studio where I'm looking out at 610. Almost see the top of the dome and NRG Stadium, but uh, not quite over these pretty trees out the windows here. But yeah, just up the, the road here, if you're not familiar with Houston, is where the Texans play their home games. Of course, famously before that, the Houston Oilers, Love You Blue, played in the Astrodome, the eighth wonder of the world. So let's start right there because there's big news with with not only the Texans winning 10 out of 11. Uh, You know, they got tripped up against the Colts, but the Colts obviously just proved against the Cowboys, which we'll get into as well when K-9 jumps on the live stream. Um, Did I mention it's at the rap himself with those same two Ps? Of course, I'm Adam Rapp. Get it? All the way down, therapshow at gmail.com. Just hit us. Uh, search your podcast platforms, The Rap Show. It's easy. It's easy. Those same two Ps. Um, but back to the Texans. They are now the number two seed at 10 and four. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this team started 0 and 3 and looked like the typical, oh, wow, we thought it was going to be different type of team that we've seen here in Houston as sports fans. And I lived in San Diego, ironically, where the Chargers are still, I think, in everybody's heart, still belong and still play. Shout out to Phil Rivers. You guys can see him on the table. He's probably my one of my favorite, one of my favorite quarterbacks of all time, if not the favorite quarterback. But I saw him from... You know, when he was drafted, he famously took the challenge in San Diego when Eli Manning uh, and his representation came out and said, we are not going to the Chargers. We're not going to play for Dean Spanos. Well, Philip Rivers said, I'll take that opportunity. Got to play behind Drew Drew Brees, learn some leadership, uh, learn how to bottle emotion, learn how to let emotion out at the proper time, let it all out on the field. And he's still playing that way today, 15 years later. Uh, 16 years later, uh, he, Big Ben, and Eli were all famously in that 2003 draft. And what a year 2003 was. You also had Melo, D-Wade, and LeBron in the NBA that year. So, uh, And George Springer and Carlos Correa for the Astros. So, uh, I'm sorry. That was 2013. Ah. Uh, <laughs> uh, see how time flies. But no, in, in 2003... Um, you know, Phil Rivers, a lot of promise coming out of NC State. And, you know, for for me, once the Oilers left Houston, I was like, you know, I, I'm not really into this Texans thing. The name wasn't really representative because that was an old Dallas team. What up? There he is. I was waiting for Luis to jump on. Shout out to Luis Salazar, a.k.a. Luis Skywatcher. Yes, our uh, NASA, our man on the ground there at NASA last week. 
Even Steph Curry had to come out and say he was wrong, right? Luis set him straight. But uh, Luis is going to join us over the holidays as well once he can get free from watching the stars there at NASA. But we were just talking about the Texans, so you joined at the perfect time, and how the franchise never re- – I really never had attachment to this franchise being a 43-year-old guy who grew up just a couple minutes from the Astrodome. I mean, we were there all the time. My dad uh, still does men's clothing and suits and has outfitted them all from Paul Wall to – to Elvin Bethay, who played for the Love You Blue Oilers back in the day. And so I remember spending a lot of time at the Dome. And, yeah, it wasn't the prettiest place, but it was something we were proud of and still so proud of we won't tear it down now And as it you know sits in the shadow of NRG Stadium. But the Texans, it, it, they had this pattern of, of always kind of being a, a franchise team or, I'm sorry, an expansion team, not so much like a – you know, like a Carolina or a Jacksonville, one of those teams that, yeah, maybe every 10 years they'll have a winning season and maybe have a playoff run and, uh, you know, spawn some players to go on and play for other teams and do bigger and better things. But, um, yeah, to me it was just it, – it was never I – could, I could never bond with the team. So once they were changing quarterbacks and bringing in quarterbacks that were no better than the last year after year after year – and even with Bill O'Brien, you know, I, I told the guys years ago when he first got here, I just liked what he did at Penn State. There was something, it took a man's man to go in and clean up the situation right, I mean, literally, he had to go in right after the shitstorm of the Joe Paterno Sandusky case in which you had a dead legendary coach because he couldn't live anymore without football at Penn State and you had a horrible situation with a guy that molested boys and players and you know uh, uh, I'm sorry potential players uh, young guys that were around the uh, program there at Penn State and and some of the youth programs and just you know bad 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 situation that Bill O'Brien handled beautifully I remember seeing him at press conferences and just hey it's business as usual we're going to get back to playing Penn State football and you really need that for a long, long tenure as a coach in the NFL. If you're up and down and you're left and right and you're Dennis Green and then you're Dick Vermeil and you're crying, I mean, you're just going to have short stints because your emotions are always going to get the best of you. Uh, or you look at Belichick, you look at Mike Tomlin in Pittsburgh, and that game we'll get into in just a minute had huge, huge playoff swings. Uh, and implications for both teams uh, and allowing the Texans because the Patriots lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers to jump into this number two seat. So anyway, I, all the way back to where we are now, once Bill O'Brien kind of had that consistent message, whether it was the media here locally, unfortunately, the Houston quote unquote AM sports talk media is not the greatest in the in this grand scheme of sports talk, but it, it was just like one little whiff of, of one take and everybody would jump on that take. And a lot of times it was fire Bill O'Brien. The guy was never, there he is. I said, as soon as K9 and as soon as Luis get here, then we can actually start. But uh, the guys are here. They're checked in live right here on the rap show. I'm your host, Adam rap. And they are on the live stream on my Instagram at the rap himself. So we appreciate it. Uh, we're talking Texans right now and how the consistency of Bill O'Brien and the consistency of them keeping the course until they got, you know, post Peyton Manning visit when he came down here and Kubiak ended up taking him and winning the Super Bowl ultimately in 
Denver. Well, O'Brien was given the opportunity at nine and seven, nine and seven, eight and eight. And then, yes, last year when Deshaun was not only a rookie, but got hurt, which was going to put him, you know, behind the learning curve in a very complex offense already. You still hadn't proven Lamar's Lamar Miller's worth as a maybe slot two. 1B type of running back after Arian Foster just can never stay healthy or never stay mentally ready to play the game the way it needed to be played to win a championship. He was more interested in rap careers and being vegan, which is fine for Arian, but you needed you know consistency. And I think just throughout, Bill O'Brien is showing that if you give him the time and you give him healthy players or quarterbacks that can do special things and stay healthy which Deshaun has knock on wood this year then you see 10 and 4 even starting 0 and 3 that 0 and 3 was a you weren't sure if you had an offensive line Deshaun didn't know if he was going to be able to trust his own leg let alone trust an offensive line to keep him healthy for 17 games 16 games 17 weeks And they've done a phenomenal job of that. It took three games in the first three weeks of the season where they started 0-3. Like any team today in the NFL will tell you, any organization, there's preseason is just practice. Even the scrimmages are are not even the reps. You get a few reps and you're out the game. They don't want to hurt their star players then, but when it starts counting and every week is so important... You can't say the sky is falling or or even let your players know if you're a coach that the sky is falling. No, you just keep same message, same message, same message. Keep pumping confidence into Deshaun and say, hey, man, we're going to get it next week. We're close. And they were. They were close in those games. So starting it and ending the winning streak with the Colts was was just right because the Colts really should have been ahead of pace. Uh, but they've had their own injury problems with Andrew Luck. And, you know, coaching changes and an owner that's wiling out most nights uh, and worried about his own headlines. But the Texans were able to leapfrog the New England Patriots, the old guard, as, as you would say. And now with Pittsburgh, the funniest part about it is it, the Ravens have to keep on winning because Pittsburgh is winning big games and they are in the in the last spot right now so you've got two teams from the west in the the chiefs and chargers chiefs obviously hanging on to just a percentage point of literally points uh and head-to-head match matchups with the chargers who beat them in a solid comeback yeah they were it was all love in san diego all the way up to uh to la where they play now in carson but it just the Chargers are for real. They they so much are like the Texans, uh, you know. And, and honestly, I became a uh, a Chargers fan when they did leave um, because I moved. I moved there, and you know, honestly, it was like this team reminds me so much of the Oilers. It it reminds me so much of our franchise, the old stadium, the old concrete. And, uh, you know, plastic seats, the old school football that I grew up with here in Houston uh, was right there. Of course, sick uniforms as well. But uh, anyway, um, the irony is they ended up moving to L.A., but the Chargers have always let down. You know, they've always had that letdown where 
they looked like a really good team. They were once 14-2 and two with LT and uh, this guy right here when he was young and looked like they were actually going to be the favorite that year and lost in the first round of the playoffs or the first game that they had after the bye. And Schottenheimer got fired, who, of course, was an offensive genius. But, you know, first round's not going to cut it when you're 14-2. and two. I mean, you should at least be playing for the Super Bowl. And they did play for the Super Bowl against a buzzsaw of – an upgraded 49ers team from that Montana team. And all they did was take out Montana and plug in uh, Steve Young. You ever heard of him? Uh, it was one of those moments in time where I was like, yeah, but I still like this Chargers team. I love the way Junior Seau played. I love the way that, uh, you know, even Humphreys was just kind of cool, calm, and collected, you know, big arm quarterback like Phil is today, except Phil's not as cool, calm, and collected. He's got that, that, monster inside of him, that competitive beast inside of him. And that's what I love. And I, I see it in Deshaun Watson as well. And so uh, with them basically now playing like the team that everything is clicking on all cylinders, the defense, you've got J.J. Watt looking like J.J. Watt of old, not only on the sideline, but on the field as well. I mean, he is playing at an MVP, a defensive player of the year type level. You know, Clowney is not the Clowney that I think everybody thought he would be. But then again, he was only known for one. I mean, he was not just known for that one play, but his highlight reel consists of one play, him blowing up a running back from Michigan famously. Um, and then, you know, basically said, I'm not playing college ball next year. I'll, I'll be around. <laughs> Holla at me. Uh, but I've got to get this eligibility done and then I can go on to the draft. Um, and did play, I believe, you know, got a hangnail or something and sat out the rest of the season. But you had other guys like Christian McCaffrey who sat out uh, bowl games. You had um, a couple quarterbacks a couple years ago that said, I think Rosen didn't play in there. So, you know, these guys know that the big bucks and the big dreams, uh, they all depend on you staying healthy. And with Deshaun staying healthy and, and really starting to have the patience to not just be an athletic quarterback, you know, I mean, they, Whew, there was a huge sigh of relief last week in Baltimore, who is now sitting in the, uh, the they would play the Patriots right now. If that was to start today, the Chargers would play the Steelers. And then the winner of the Chargers Steelers game will go on to play the Texans winner of the, well, we'll see the chiefs could still lose another game. Hey, LA on the other side in the NFC, which we'll talk about after the break, LA is falling. They're falling out of the, you know, not only just the, record-setting pace that everybody thought that they would be on the you know most most prolific offense since the St. Louis Rams greatest show on turf with Kurt Warner and Marshall Falk but they're not even looking like they can close out games all of a sudden Goff is throwing interceptions at an alarming rate he's got six interceptions in the last two games and they are now in the two spot because the Saints shout out to Silverhair uh, our resident Saints fan. He's here every Monday for NFL Nugs. And as I mentioned, and everybody here on the live stream, who's here? What up? Big coolness. What's goody? Luis Garcia, Leroy Williams. Big shout out to everybody who's tuning in. Right now on the live stream, this is the rap show. It says NFL Nugs. But we will be live at Satellite Bar for week 17 action all afternoon into the evening where these positions will be locked in. The playoffs will be set, and we'll give you guys our preview. Um, but, yeah, continuing on as it sits right now, so the winner of the 
Ravens Patriots game, which would be a hell of a game. Two old guards still you T Suggs, number fifty-five on the Baltimore Ravens defense versus Brady, who have been going at it for years and years and years. It would be great to see that slugfest, uh, and then they would play the Chiefs. So you know, in the hunt, if you if you look at it here, you've got those Colts who themselves have won ten out of eleven. Uh, I'm sorry, nine out of ten, and they're right there on the Texans' heels, waiting for them to slip up. But you know what? With the split. And the Texans having their two-game lead as it stands right now. I think the Colts are playing for that wild card if either the Steelers um, or the Ravens, uh, they trip up here in the last couple weeks. Titans, shout-out to my man, Big Munch. But right now they're in the eighth spot, and they would have to jump over the Colts. And um, the Ravens and Steelers would still have to be tripped up. So I appreciate that big coolness. Yeah, it's nice to see the positive feedback on social media. I mean, there's so much garbage and so much negativity. I almost, uh, you know, don't want to read what people are actually saying when I I post things about what I work so hard on, you know, and not that I care about what they say, but it just it's nice to see the positive. So I'm going to give big coolness a wave here. What up, man? Thank you, sir. I'm giving you that thumbs up. Anyway, I'll, I'll give you a thumbs up, a live thumbs up, right? It's not even digital. Um, but then you got the Dolphins, and I think the team that everybody would love to see, it's going to be tough. I mean, there's a tie that they had with Pittsburgh the first week of the season that kind of gave us hope that maybe it is a different Browns team, but I like the Browns team, and it's only because when I actually sat Jarvis Landry for the first time all season – the first week of fantasy playoffs, what does he do? Oh, he decides to go ahead and go off like people thought he would every game with Baker Mayfield. And he's sitting on my bench, and that was pretty much the difference in what I lost. And yes, I bow out. <sighs> Blake Styles, you got me. So big shout-out to Blake, our homies that play in the fantasy league every year. And we'll uh, open it up to the public next year and get you guys in on it, too. So if y'all like to play, shout out to Julian G, my nephew. I was just saying positive things about social media. I look up. There's my nephew. He's live here. He's in Idaho, so he might even be snowed in. Man, You, you snowed in? What up, Joe? Juju. Uh, but I'd love to see the Browns team. I, I really would like to see that happen. I want to see uh, that young collection of talent you know who greg williams i like greg williams as their coach he might want to just throw his name in the hat for that job going forward because he seems like he knows when to run the ball they've got a great great running core with uh, duke johnson jr and of course nick chubb who has helped me out actually in uh fantasy football and i love the last name chubbs of course represent ovo what up chubbs you shout out to the boy and Fuck you, Kanye. Can I just say it? Fuck you, Kanye. You're you're done, dude. You're so fake. You're so blah. Ugh. Ugh. You were cool when you were you. I don't know. But then again, you know, the president of the United States lawyer just said the same thing. Like, fuck you, Trump. You were cool when you were at Trump Tower. Now you're a dickhead. You got all that power. See, I just rhyme it. It just comes out of me. You know, I mean, that's the passion, though. I don't like that, man. Now, what, Drake's got to get security? (laughs) 
Of course, if you're if you're watching live on the uh, live stream, you don't get to hear the instrumentals that are in these headphones right here. But if you go and listen to the podcast, even if you're not a sports fan, just put it on because you'll hear stuff like mystical right when I'm talking about. You better watch out, Kanye. Rah! Yeah, I want to go mystical on his ass. But yeah, Drake has to beef up security around his crib because Kanye's crazy. It's like putting up a wall because there's all these waves of immigrants coming in. No, dude. <laughs> People are running out of this country as fast as they can, believe me. Anyway, hopefully the Texans aren't running out of their opportunity coming up in the AFC. And you'll have your opportunity to come out and kick it with us, of course, if you don't catch us here each and every week you'll be able to you know meet us face to face and come get your takes live like you do here on the live stream or catch us on the podcast 24 7 just search the rap show as rap with two peas and as it stands right now you know texans have just as good a shot the patriots are falling back down to earth they didn't look good and it was uh once again, you know, you don't ever count that team out as long as number 12 is under center. I mean, if he is on two feet and can throw the ball and and see down the field, you've always got a shot with Brady. He, he can make the most out of any opportunity. Just ask the Atlanta Falcons. They've been shook so bad they haven't been the same since the Super Bowl. But uh, I, it, it really is, you know, that philosophy. I always go back to it. There's a couple. You ever heard of them? Because they're undefeated against humankind of all time. Yeah, father time, mother nature. Never. You can't beat them. So eventually he's going to catch up to Brady and it's going to beat him. So it would be nice if the Texans could be the ones to do it, wouldn't it? It would definitely change uh, some opinions about the coaching and about the direction of the organization. But I'm a huge fan, Rockets of building from the draft, building, giving Deshaun Watson ownership of that quarterback position for the next 10 years. If he loses it, it's on him. If James Harden dribbles the ball off of his foot in the fourth quarter, it's on him. But Dalla wants to, you know, proclaim victory about a December win. All right. Shout out to my man, Nather. Yeah, you said that the Lakers would score 111 points. Let's see what happens in the playoffs. Because that's all that matters. I mean, nobody thought that the Lakers would even be in these games. And now you got Braun and Ball. Woo! Double, triple doubles. Yeah, that's what LeBron does. He elevates. And that's what Deshaun Watson will do for the Texans team. As long as he's healthy, as long as that offensive line is playing well, and that defensive unit continues to play like an all-NFL unit. There it is. I mean, cut and dry. That's how I see it with my eye. All right, we're going to take a break. Juju, come back. Everybody on the live stream. Hey, thanks for all the shout-outs, y'all. I really appreciate it, man. It's dope. Uh, but we'll come back. We'll talk NFC because I know Kenneth, K9 Washington, Silver Hair. All you guys want to know after this crazy weekend of upside-down results after what we thought. I don't know. I'll talk about it. But we will right here on The Rap Show. Somebody needs to slap the blonde off of Kanye. God damn it.
Welcome back to the Rap Show. I'm your host, Adam Rap. That's Rap of Two Peas. And I had to get on the hotline to get my boy on the on the phone so we could talk about what's going on the up and down emotional roller coaster that is the Dallas Cowboys. So, K9, are you there on the line? <laughs> so, uh, what what'd you think about this? recent kind of turn of events with the shutout I, I you know after looking so good looking like you know they were gonna even be in in these type of games and then just getting steamrolled by a, an indianapolis team that wasn't even supposed to be this good by all guesstimations before the season well i think they got a little bit of hit of the third you know with that you know i mean a five-game winning streak is playing luck is playing like luck yeah. is supposed to play yeah. so you know you you can't discount you weren't playing some third screen scrub from you. tampa right you were playing against a, a you know a damn good team and if not for the texans you know just to take it back to the Colts real quick if not for the texans continuing to to do what's made them successful after starting oh and three then the Colts, the Colts would be at the top of the division. They they would be a team that everybody's looking at as a playoff uh, contender. So they're they're really still in the hunt to get into the playoffs, whereas Dallas is in that top four seed already. Oh yeah, I mean Dallas. I think they're going to get in. You know, and I like the way that Jerry Jones is not answering the bell. I like the way that Zeke is answering the bell. I like the way that Dak is taking responsibility. It it tells me that it's not just about crazy ass Jerry Jones in Dallas. It's about they got players that care. They got good, solid leaders on you know, young leaders that, that this could really be something special for ten years. But I think that you're right. It's not about what happened against the Colts. It's about how they bounce back and finish the season off. Thank you. You know, it was, I mean, they got to see you know, These guys are still young. But, you know, they went in there. They told you, yeah, everybody was on a high. You know, and everything. But then, reality is getting in there. These guys are still young. They still got to make some just do some more drilling and everything. And they will eventually be Super Bowl contenders. But, I mean, I'm not saying they're going to get that this year. Adam, it is just, I wish you could have seen my face. Here. No close fans 
have said anything new. I haven't heard anything from a coach. It's been Texas Saints Seahawks. Oh, of course. <laughs> of course. You know, it, 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 we didn't even play neither one of those teams. But the coach, you know, I mean, I, I take nothing away from him, man. You know, I, I, I'm listening to everybody, you know, and everything. He didn't score no points. He didn't. Well, I think aside from, you know, the youth and inexperience, the biggest thing right now the Cowboys need to be worried about is Nick Foles taking back over the quarterback position there in Philly because... You know, Carson Wentz was supposed to be the, the new toy and the, the big super superstar quarterback, but this guy can't make it past the college, you know, rank of about 12 games, it seems like, and finish out NFL seasons. And so Nick Foles, he's that guy that just keeps his mouth shut, is always there, and and knows that he's a damn good quarterback. And he, he picked up exactly where he picked up last year this time last year to get that team rolling into the Super Bowl so does that worry you or do you think that Dallas really is confident enough to to beat up on a team like that I would have been worried if he had a play before before, uh, the Cowboys played the mid last time Mm -hmm. but now that he's playing at the end now and everything I still give up the chance I think we're in the playoffs you know but if we had one to lose that was it with the coach What's the one? What's the one team in the NFC that you are worried about? Oh shit! You got them, uh, same. <laughs> Even though we did the same, you know, and everything, but that's, that's the only team that I worry about is the same. That reaction was classic. I know Silverhair. Yeah. I love that one. Um, and the same. And what's, I mean, cra- what's what's crazy about what the Saints are doing is that Breeze isn't even really having a breeze type of end of the season. He's only putting up 126, 150 yards a game, and that team is still winning dominant. But see, that, that's good, though, because if you go into the playoffs on a high, I think that what brings it, you know, because everybody else has got a lot more to play, but, you know, you breeze them, everybody's expecting them to win. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're yeah. expected to win. So that's what gets you when you're going there with a 12 and 3, 18 and 3 record, and everybody's expecting you to win. It's like an upset. I don't look at them as upset. These right. are all professional teams. You ain't giving Sunday anybody to Well, the Rams are looking like the team that has the least experience. You know, I mean, if, if you look at it, the Rams are, I don't know, they, they're just kind of not sure of themselves yet because they have all the talent. They have the, the most talent in by far in the NFC if you just go on paper, but that doesn't always win championships. We know that, and... With, yeah. with golf starting to struggle, you know, at least in Dak's struggles, they don't look much different from his successes, which is a good thing. It's a fine line, whereas it looks way off now in L.A. Okay, the defense has figured you out after so many games, Adam. Yep, yep. The defense has you out, you know, and everything. I mean, they sit and watch tape, watch tape, watch tape, and they just figure out, you know, and everything during one good time, a defense of... Uh, Explore the offense and everything, you know, and then everybody tried to look, everybody tried to copycat that, you yeah. know, and everything. Well, and you know. you know, as well as I do, Wade Phillips always has early success, yeah. and then it starts yeah. to really, really disintegrate. Yeah. And so if their offense and their defense is starting to show cracks, that I mean, that just opens yeah. it up for 
teams like Dallas, teams like Seattle. That's the one team that nobody wants to play. And then you've got this Bears team who is ten and four. Like they're they are they're nasty. I mean, they look like the eighty-five Bears again. It looks like they'll be getting stronger and stronger as the playoffs come here, you know, and everything. And you so know, Trubisky. It's, it's Tr- going to be a talk Oh, yeah. Well, and I'll, I don't think home field advantage is going to be an uh, advantage. No. No. It's going to be an advantage. No. Well, the only place I see being the advantage, and everybody kind of knows this, is the Superdome. So that's why the Saints, I think, are really playing for that number one seed. They're really trying to. Solidify that because they know that they, 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 yeah, they are no good on the road. Only because I mean they're so used to playing in that in those conditions and playing in inside with that crowd that that you know Breeze is he he he's a he's a run and shoot type of quarterback. And if you have to slow the game down and run the ball, and not that they can't. I mean they have great running backs too. They've got that thunder and lightning combo. But, you know, I think Dallas Cowboys are, are probably most well-built for, uh, you know, the, the holiday conditions and the cold weather as we get into the playoffs. I think they, they're just a tough team. Uh, and they're, I just they're, love to see the Cowboys get a, take another shot at them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, they'll get their shot. I think, uh, you know, I've always liked Dak Prescott. I think that he's learning every week from the wins and learning from the losses and really making – uh, you know, strides, and it doesn't look great on paper. But then again, like we just talked about with Drew Brees, he knows he can win with all the weapons they have. He, he doesn't yeah. have you to know, put you don't up. You have to go for three and 400 yards if that's his game. Right. Well, you need to go for three and 400 yards. It doesn't take 400 yards to the touchdown. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, hey, yeah. thanks for jumping yeah. on, K-9. I, I, think oh, I'm, yeah, I think I'm with you. Uh, we got to see what the Cowboys do. Literally, like next week, because it's going to say. And that's a team. I mean, they beat the Saints already. They, you know, the Saints only have two losses. One was that Tampa team. It seems like that Tampa team just, they want to disrupt every week. They're not really good, but they're good enough to be in games. Yeah. Until Jameis Winston melts down and then it's over. They want to be with the ball. We'll see. All right. All right. Well, if you can't beat Tampa, then. Call back after yeah. the playoffs are over. How about that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. We'll All talk right, to you man. soon. Appreciate you. Yeah. All right, bub. Peace. That's my man, K9, of course. Getting him on the live feed right here on the rap show. So what do you guys think? If you've got your opinions on who the best team in the NFC is right now with the Rams falling and the Saints staying the course, and then, of course, Vikings, I mean, Ugh, that team reminds me of, of the Ravens in the AFC. It's just really good defense. You know, last year, Case Keenum beat the Saints on a last-second play down the field uh, with a you know, miraculous throw and catch. But uh, they went after Kirk Cousins. They spent the money on, on Kirk Cousins, who got out of – last year was a quarterback carousel, I guess you could call it. Um, but, yeah, they, uh, they ended up getting him out of D.C., and into Minnesota and gave him the long-term deal. But they're, you know, above average at best, and their record says it's 7-6-1. and one. They're another one of those teams that has the tie. So we'll have to keep our eye on it, of course, right here in NFL Nugs each and every week. And Silverhair and Kaz Galaxy will be back. Hey, K-9 went from the line. 
to the live stream right here on The Rap Show. Uh, if you want to do the same, you can do so on my Instagram, at The Rap himself. Uh, or send me an email. Tell us what you think about the playoffs coming up. And join us. Literally join us at Satellite Bar. I know K9 will be out there uh, Sunday. Not this Sunday, but next Sunday for the finale of the NFL season and our look ahead at the NFL playoffs with all your favorite casting characters from the rap show. Almighty Dalla, hopefully. I don't, I don't know if he's officially confirmed, but I'm going to give him a buzz tonight. AP's in. Uh, I know some of the live streamers and some of the listeners will come by and kick it with us as we get you ready for all that is NFL nugs. Um, alrighty. Well, I'm going to get out of here. We're going to keep this one short and sweet. Um, I didn't even tell K9 what happened. Yep. I was preoccupied in the Harris County facilities downtown yesterday. Um, uh, it was yuck. But anyway, you know, you got to pay the consequences if you don't pay the surcharges on your license. So I, uh, I concede and I did concede and, uh, it was no good right before the holidays, but I'm back and I'm right here on the media block, of course. And you guys can check out the media block on Instagram at the media block or hit them up booking at the media and hit us up. We'll be back with a full episode of NFL nugs and getting you ready for our week 17 show at satellite bar. And then of course, tomorrow is hip hop hoops day. We will have big Dave Dixon, old friend of the show, seven footer. He's our post presence, and I'm looking forward to having him back in town from Turkey. Of course, we got some wild stories from the past of Dave being on airplanes, um, eating those sweet treats, if you know what I mean. If you know what I mean. And uh, that plane being uh, basically landed because there was a terroristic threat thought to be coming from said plane. And we saw it and heard it on the news and checked in with Big Dave. He was flying high. In the sky, doing just fine. So he's back from Turkey, and he'll be in town for the holidays. So looking forward to catching up with him. And, yes, we will still bring you Tuesday, Tuesday, uh, right after this. So when you're done listening to our real quick run through the NFL after the weekend, then you can jump right on to Tuesday, Tuesday as we wrap it up. And then we got a special year-end Tuesday, Tuesday episode coming up where we bring in special guests. We look at what happened in 2018 and what the future holds for all that heat for your feet to stay elite. So make sure you guys share, subscribe, go search The Rap Show. That's rap with two Ps. Two Ps are better than one. And, uh, hey, it's not just any sports sounds and style. We bring it with a beat right here each and every week. So we'll see you guys for Hip Hop Hoops Day and then, of course, the lowdown on Thursday. So until then, that's a wrap. Peace.
What is up, everybody? Merry Christmas Eve, and welcome to the Rap Show. I'm your host, host, host. Get it? Oh, oh, oh! I'm in the holiday spirit. Adam Rap and Santa brought me two peas, and we are celebrating that here today, live from the Media Block. 6023 South Loop East, where Santa is coming to visit us because we've been nice and we've been here four days a week, Monday through Thursday, for the last few weeks going into a new year, 2019. But we've got to wrap up everything in the NFL first and foremost. And where do we do that? Right here on Mondays, Christmas Eve or not? In the NFL Nugs. Yes, holiday Nugs. And we are a little bit late. I apologize for the sound quality of last Thursday's episode. That was my bad. Um, Got into the studio, Cab the Don, walked in. And big shout out to Cab and Big Cuz for coming through. And, uh, hey, they are some of the most hardest working guys on the north side and you know there's a lot of hustle that goes down right here in h-town where it goes down right here each and every monday through thursday as i told you but the sound quality was off and we're still tampering with it today so if we sound a little bit hot it's only because we're cooking up these nugs and of course you know that means silver hair and Kaz galaxy are in the building welcome back fellas how you guys doing today love you Fabulous. Kaz, I can't hear you. Speak up, man. How y'all doing? There you go. Speak into the mic like you MC, like you're a master of ceremonies. Doing great, man. (laughs) Sorry about last Monday, guys. I was a little tied up. Nah, it's all good. It's all good. (laughs) I was a little handcuffed with my uh, engagements. So, (laughs) (laughs) pressing engagements. We saw basically the Saints since last Monday when we didn't get together for NFL Nugs. Mm -hmm. Uh, We saw the Saints take care of business last Monday night, and then they took care of their business yesterday to clinch number one seed. the NFC South and the number one seed oh. as the Rams are looking for a palm tree to cozy up under. Uh, a, a problem started when they had to go play in the cold weather. Of course, they, uh, they, they leaps and bounds, you know, made so many strides as a franchise to reckon within the NFC to where they were when Jeff Fisher couldn't really connect with that young player group there that they were building from scratch. Yeah, uh, the quarterback all the way, you know, to the young defensive player who is a hell of a young defensive player, <laughs> and he showed why oh, he gosh. he deserves all each and every penny of that contract that the Rams just gave Aaron Donald. So, but let's get back to the Saints handling business, man. Yep, yep, yep. Handling business. It was a playoff atmosphere yesterday, man. I'm sure it was an atmosphere too on Bourbon Street. Jeez, my, my God! Like that entire game was it was didn't allow me to relax. I was just like, my God, it's that it's gonna be that game. It's gonna be that type of game. Well, let me tell you what type of game it's been for Drew Brees for the last five weeks. Averaged 150 passing yards, nothing but victories. Making big plays in the clutch, but uh, I had to bow out of the fantasy playoffs because yeah. of his performance last week of 163 yards and one touchdown. Although they scored after 30, what they score? Are they like, yeah, 30 Monday night? 31. I think, yeah, they're 31. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, you know, the magic of Peyton and Breeze yeah. when, you know, so much gets overlooked in the NFL because of New England and Brady and Belichick and not only the drama but the success as well the saints are just as successful in the nfc as far as being a annual playoff contender uh you know and and really it's all about how 
Breeze is, is rolling along. So right. I think he realizes he's got so many weapons now. He's got so many options that he doesn't need to do it all. Exactly. But I think we're starting to realize, especially as fans, we're starting to realize how important that offensive line is. Because if you notice, a lot of the people, like a lot of our players, like um, Teron Armstead, which I strongly didn't want him playing that game yesterday. Um, but, you know, a lot of our offensive linemen are getting hurt. So, you know, it's really seeing the value in that offensive line and trying to keep those guys healthy so that way we can be able to score. Because if you watched that game yesterday, uh, for like a good portion of the game, we had trouble scoring. It's like, it was just like, it was a whole mess, you know? It was like, we would get like third downs and 20s because of holding penalties and whatnot. So, you know, it's just, it, it's very important that our defense is starting to play at a high level. It's very important that our offense continues to play at that high level so that way we can make our way through the playoffs. Yeah, and the only way they're going to get to do that is if, you know, is if uh, Peyton allows his players to rest. Yeah. I'm hoping, <laughs> I'm hoping he does that for the next game. Yeah, because mm -hmm. yeah, we've been getting kind of rumors that uh, Peyton's going to approach this game like he approaches every game. But here's the thing, like, we don't need to win this game. We don't, we don't need not. to sweep the Panthers this year. It's like, if they have this game, it's fine, but i rather, you know, our offensive line and our, you know, our offensive players as well as our defensive players, you know, are, you know, healthy enough to go against, you know, the Bears, the Rams, the and even the Eagles, if which uh, we'll get to that. Oh, <laughs> those pesky Eagles. Oh, those huh? going away. I don't, I, 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 I have, a, you know, the thing about it is about the Eagles, I have a, I have a, a little, a, a soft side for the Eagles. I I, I love um, Chris Mullen. I, 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 he's such a good person. I, I, I keep up with him. Yeah, he's a really yeah. good person. He is. He is. He's one of those dudes that he gets it. Yes. Yeah. You know, he's I, a great human being. Exactly. It, the, the only color that they want to see is the money, the green, the silver, and gold in the ring. That's what I'm right. saying. So, it's just like, I, I really support Chris Mullen. So, I mean, like, that's one aspect. But, man, Nick Foles. Your Nick boy, Nick Foles. Your boy. Before we get into Nick Foles, big shout outs to everybody. Big shout out to my man Marbone Stone. Of course, that is Big Dave Dixon, uh, Big Turkish Coffee, as I call him. He was here for Hip Hop Hoops Day last week. Uh, he's in town from Turkey. Oh, okay. Yeah, visiting family for the holidays. So big shout out to Big Dave. We got Glam on there. We got my man. Oh, Luis Salazar. What up? Yo, yo, yo. Uh, yes, speaking of Luis Salazar, dope event. Let me just say uh, congratulations to, of course, Gonzo, you know, world famous and locally legendary uh, famous artist, street artist, graffiti artist, ice sculptor, uh, event planner, you name it. Uh, he's an OG in the art world here in, in H-Town. I mean, he, he really was basically the foundation of Edo. Uh, and, and all the art you see on the buildings, all the legal uh, pieces that are going up. Yeah, yeah, him, uh, rest in peace. Of course, next, Sean was was big. I mean, nobody did it big and represented H-Town around the country like next. So a little graffiti history, Houston graffiti history. Uh, of course, Enemy, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of guys I want to shout out, Task, Wit. Uh, and then now there's this new generation of, of artists here in H-Town and it's a different breed. You know, it's a, it's just, I mean, the world is a different breed uh, these days. Uh, and Nick Foles is definitely, definitely a uh, different breed. But, yes, yeah, so I saw Luis Salazar, our homie that's always checking in from NASA. You know, of course, Luis Skywatcher, as I call him. All right, all right. He was out there at the event supporting. And, uh, and Gonzo's uh, 
better half, let's just call her. She just uh, received her master's and grad is graduating, getting out of school, and off to her her life after well, the, uh, the long time grind. So they had a party out there at their storefront, which if you're ever over there on Jefferson Street, um, right there by you know everything that's popping in Edo, up the street from Warehouse Live and Eighth Wonder Brewery. Uh, stop in. It's called Aerosol Warfare. Aerosol Warfare. Yep. And right. shout out to Mala Be Good. Shout out to Aga. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You'd like you some Aga. <laughs> Silver hair and Aga. She's got blue hair. She looks like uh, the uh, the character from what's the movie with Chris Tucker and Bruce Willis? Um, Space. Fifth Element. Fifth Element. Fifth I almost said seven. I was going to say the seventh something. Yeah, no. Fifth Element. So yeah, imagine her with blue hair. Oh, there you go. And you're kind of girl. But uh, plenty of good times. Uh, they had, of course, St. Arnold, local brew, micro yeah. brew, you know, world famous. And Eighth Wonder, as I just mentioned, dropped the Brew GK, UGK inspired uh, beer. You can find it at all your HEB locations, right. of course. And we've seen Bun B do his podcast right here as we talk on a Bun B beat. You see how it goes down here? We stay elite. All right. And speaking of staying elite, when you're the champs, everybody's coming for you. You've experienced this oh, back yeah. in 09 when the Saints were, were you know, experiencing that for the first time and the party elevated to an all-new level. Oh, yeah. Well, the I don't give a fuck attitude at press conferences has now gone to an all-new level as we see Nick Foles basically <laughs> say, what, y'all didn't want me starting? Well, y'all didn't want me here. Yeah, you didn't. You, you thought Carson Wentz was, and, and Carson Wentz is in his feelings. By the way, I saw something post game that that is interesting. We'll talk about. But you you wanted to get it off your chest as well. You love you some Nick Foles. I'm gonna say something. Uh, so last year, uh, when there's a shrine to him, by the way, Tyler. They have a shrine oh, with oh, candles in what? in a locker. Yes. Oh, so oh wow. Well. It's gonna get better. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. So last year, last year when Nick Fo when uh, when uh, Carson Wentz got hurt. Man, everyone was just doom and gloom. You Stephen A. Smith, all of them just like, there's no way that the, the Eagles are going to win the Super Bowl. And this is like, the, the, you know, the, the, the quarterback is out with all that jazz. And I'm telling you, man, I was just like, man, something's up, man. I, this, this team is just too special. They, you know, they had that energy in them. And just, <sighs> my God, when Nick Foles, like, you, 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 you know, Super Bowl you know, MVP Nick Foles, by the way. Yeah, let me correct. Super Bowl MVP Nick Foles. Oh, what what a perfect instrumental. We're on, we're on it today. We're right on the beat. So, hate me now. And this came on over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Time's getting in. Let's go. So, man, when he, like, when he got at the helm, you just kind of felt this sort of magic going on. And just, like, he accumulated this name. Throughout the entire playoff season last year, and you know, I didn't, I didn't take it seriously. But after it is Christmas Eve. I'm just telling you, there might be children watching. So, oh, that's what I'm saying. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna censor myself in this situation because I, I really need a family of podcast. But um, most of the OGs don't know what I'm talking about. But anyways, um, he he accumulated a name over these last couple playoff, the, the last playoff season, and I didn't believe it at first. But after these last couple of games, you know, I'm starting to, I'm starting to understand. And what would that nickname be? Big Nick. Big Nick. Uh, B Lane said she wants you to say it. You want to say it? Yeah. First of all, <laughs> happy Christmas Eve. <laughs> and uh, hey, this is one of the hardest working women in H Town. She is a boss. So tell her what it is. Big Dick Nick. That's what I'm saying. Big Dick Nick. <laughs> Big Dick Nick. You can go to the press conference and say, hey, you know what? This might be my last game here, and we might win another Super Bowl. And by the what, way. And guess what he's saying? Cowboys, I'm coming for you. <laughs> 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 Ooh, speaking of which, 
Shout out to uh, our homie K9 Washington. He's probably out there stocking shelves, building big displays at Whole Foods Market before he gets out of there for the Christmas rush. But K9 is a diehard Dallas, like like you are. Uh, with the Saints, he's a diehard Dallas Cowboys fan. And they clinched. Oh, yeah. And Dak said, we never doubted us. We never doubted ourselves. We Why is everybody getting all worked up? Why is everybody counting us out at three and five? Cooper transformed that team. It, <laughs> he just did. He just did. That, that That's the best explanation I have. Yeah. Well, and not only did he transform the team, they continue to put their faith, their public trust. They continue to say, hey, Dak's our quarterback. Yeah. Jerry said, he's getting the long-term deal. Are you kidding me? Like, yeah. he's already had more success in the first, you know, what, 30 games, 40 games now, three seasons. He's already had more success than Tony Romo did in 10 years. Yeah, I mean, put a, if you put a good offensive line just in front saying. of him, he's going to be fine. Yeah. Merry Christmas to I Am Cure. He just checked in. One of Man, we got all the H-Town hustlers and hard hitters here. You know, if you need some ink and you need somebody to draw you some flash, Ooh. like some nice black line, traditional. This kid is, is timeless with his art. And, yeah, yeah he's, he's really dope. So look him up. I Am Cure with a K. And uh, B Lanes is she's LMFAO at your uh, your nickname. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so what's Drew Breeze's nickname? Is it just Breeze? Oh no, he's uh, he's like the, uh, the like the uh, the dad of the whole group. So we just go like <laughs> dad jeans, Papa pa- pa- Breeze or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that's great. Yeah. That's great. Um, all right, so. With the NFC pretty much shored up, we've got two teams, uh, including Philly. It seems like they clinched just the way they're playing, but I, I, I think you can go ahead and punch their ticket because Minnesota is their only competitor right now for that last spot. And they're going against the Bears next week, and I'm, I mean, I, I, I like the Bears. I'm sorry, I like the Bears. Wait, you mean what are they? Eleven and four? Eleven and yeah, eleven and four Bears? Oh yeah. With Mitch the biscuit eating motherfucking Trubisky, the biscuit. Oh, the Trubiscuits are coming, man. The Trubiscuits are coming. I'm telling you. The uh, did you see the feistiness on the sideline yesterday with the little scuffle that went down? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I know you saw it. Was, it. Was, it was Sherman. It was Sherman, right? Yeah. Oh, of course it was. Of course it was. Like it had to be Sherman. It had to be Sherman. 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 I've never been, and I I don't know really how to. Address it other than way overhyped. You think that since twenty thirteen? I think yeah, way. He he thinks a lot of himself. Let's just put it put it that way. Crabtree Sherman twenty thirteen. Oh, where with me? You mean the same Crabtree that got his chain snatched on the field in front of (laughs) seven million people watching that game? Cas Galaxy, Cas Galaxy. If you're in the NFL and you wear your chain on the field thinking that you're some type of baller, some type of boss. And somebody steals your chain two times. On the field. <laughs> two times. Not two chains. They stole your chain two times. How would you how would you feel about yourself? I would just hang that's out. A insult. That's a wrap. You, that's, that's a wrap. That's a wrap. With one P. With one P. Not two. Oh, that, that's right. And, and a W. And a W. What an L. Follow me. So, yeah, so I don't want to hear about Crabtree, Sherman, none of them. Little bitches, man. We're talking wow. about champions that's here. That's what I'm saying. So, uh, yeah, you ain't taking Nick Foles' chain. Oh, I, I tell you oh, that. Right. You may think you can, but pretty, it's probably like one of those like leather with the two, uh, uh, you know, the Jesus and Mary little medallions, but they're made of cloth. 
Really, those, those necklaces? That's I'm what Nick Foles wears. I'm surprised he's he blessed. I'm surprised he hasn't walked in like a pimp yet. Like, come on, man. He's ready. You know what they say? He's got, he, he's got the juice. What's the biggest pimps are the ones that you never knew were pimps. Exactly. Shh. Lasagna. <laughs> That's all I got to say. That's right. Uh, speaking of real G's, uh, let's move to the AFC. Because... Uh-huh. All this Nick Foles, all this Philly, all this momentum, this mojo that's, that's going on right there for the reigning champs, they they continue that against the guys that had the mojo for 9, 11 games, if you want to say 10 out of 11, in the Houston Texans. That game kind of broke my heart, especially what happened to Marius Thomas. That broke my that heart. Was, that, was a, that was a bummer. Man. Well, because you just brought up Amari Cooper and how much he's elevated Dak. Yeah, and and the Cowboys, it's the same exact thing exactly. with we on that level with having that piece in the offense, which alleviates a lot of the D Hop, who is starting to the wheels are you know slowly coming off, and somebody needs to tighten that, grease him up again, and get him ready because that's the only hope that they have is that D Hop and D Watson continue to do what they do. And, and Luke was, was he was already uh, injured for the game himself. <laughs> I guarantee you, Nuke has played 80% of his NFL career injured. Because that dude is a freak of nature. He's a freak of nature, but he's a freak with it. Like, he he can make the catch. Oh, yeah. You know, you see a lot of guys attempt these catches or, you know, some of of his his best catches have been the ones that didn't even count. Either there was a flag or there was a a toe on the line. (laughs) And it was freakish, like, behind the back through the dreads. Under the jersey, some crazy, crazy. And I mean, that touchdown last week uh, that elevated them to the win. Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry, it was the one that actually put them ahead uh, this past week. You know, that's freakish. You're, yeah. you're spinning over the guy, pulling the ball around him, literally to yourself, while tiptoeing into the corner by the pylon it's of the end zone. Parkouring on the field, like that's a great analogy. D Hop is parkour. Yeah, parkour, hardcore, hardcore, parkour. So, hardcore, so by the standings, so if. Right now, they drop to the three. So, if the Houston Texans beats their opponent that would come into Houston, they would have to go to Foxborough. Uh, as a matter of fact, Kaz pulled up the uh, the playoff picture a little while ago. I just wanted to kind of see how it lays out because I know New England clinched. Yes, I said it two weeks ago. I was a week early, but... Yeah, yeah that's uh, it. Yeah. If, if, yeah, because the one, the, the one seed would uh, visit would, ha- would have to deal with the fourth seed and the thir- second seed would deal with the third seed. So, yeah, y'all would have to go back to Foxborough. Yeah. Once again, God, just like twenty six. Oh, and I don't even think. Well, I don't honestly. I don't think that the uh, you know the Texans do need some love on the road. Um, I don't think that it's been settled for the number one spot, has it? Because the Chargers. Oh, that's true. I'm sorry. I, I wasn't gonna let that <laughs> that word hey, come out of my hey. mouth because right on cue, the Chargers do what the Chargers do. Oh yeah, they had the division in their grasp. They beat the Chiefs, right? Yep. yep. I mean, they, they, they played perfect football. And then the very first pass that leaves my boy, I'm not going to deny that he's one of my favorite quarterbacks. But as soon as that ball left his hand, I go, oh, no. Pick, and it was over. I mean, literally the first play of the game, I gave, and I said, ah. And they scored 10 points, and they looked lost. And they look, and you know, he starts getting anxious. Phil Rivers starts, you know, forcing the ball. To, it's very Brett Favre-ish in that nature when he feels agitated or yeah. he he gets he starts getting frustrated, you know. And and that's the fine line between his energy. Yeah. 
Some people clown him for his energy. But that Ravens defense, man, is for real, man. And that's why I wore the LT jersey in the Jets variety. I didn't want to wrap <laughs> that team with the bolts on their shoulders because, man, I, I didn't want to get too up on them. You know, they, they are overachieving. But when you overachieve, it crashes and burns. You yeah. burn yourself out eventually. That's like, right. I mean, what happened really yesterday, it became a shootout with the Eagles, and Foles had like, what, 500 yards, almost 477, something outrageous. And Deshaun's always right there with whatever the quarterback he's playing, I've noticed. But what happened yesterday, I mean, they just stopped playing defense. So it was just going to be a shootout at the end. Yeah. And came down to how many yeah. weapons you had, man. That's right, right. And Philly's got not only weapons, but guys that are starting to remember, oh, we, we were just there. Yeah. We need to get that feeling again. And it goes back to the chemistry we've talked about. And Carson Wentz, you wouldn't mind seeing him. We were talking uh, as I was trying to get this podcast sounding right, which you can find worldwide on your favorite podcast platforms. What do you listen, Kaz? You listen at Almighty Rap Show. Oh, right oh, I like that. He put the Almighty oh, back my. in it. Speaking of Almighty, Almighty Dollar, AP Bolsky, of course, Silver Hair and Kaz Galaxy. Um, Big Dave, Dixon, Marbone Stone are all going to be out there at Satellite Bar on Sunday, all right. December 30th. All right? Okay. That is the finale of the regular season. That's uh, a week from yesterday. So it'll be our little holiday party, and we'll all get together, and you get to meet the old crew, and they get to meet the new guys, and then we'll literally watch the games and do the show for four hours from 3 to 7 p.m. because there's no Monday Night Football next week. So. That sounds yeah. pretty lit. All right. I'm in, I'm in. Everybody out there that's listening worldwide, as I just mentioned, uh, either Android, iPhone, computer, uh, tablet, however you listen, uh, make sure you follow us. Just go to The Rap Show. That's Rap with Two Ps. I'm your host, Adam Rap. We're here with Silverhair, Cowboys Galaxy, talking NFL nugs on Christmas Eve. Yep. So if I could, and of course, the Super Bowl trophy is, is, is going to be the easy answer. But aside from another Super Bowl trophy, if I could say... Sports Santa is listening right now, and you could bring one present under the tree, maybe even bring somebody off of the injury list, maybe, you know, uh, continue a trend that you've seen with your Saints, but one thing that we can bring you for the rest of this season, what is that under the tree? I just want complete health for my players, just health. Let's just, just keep them healthy off the playoffs and the Super Bowl. If they make it to the Super Bowl, just when they get to the Super Bowl. There you go. When they get to the Super Bowl, just keep them healthy. And as long as they're at their peak when they get there. Like that's really all that matters. Mm. Is that is that a shared gift or do you have a, I, I pretty much have the same sentiment. Like that's all I want. I just want them to not break anything, like not tear any ACLs, nothing. Just just go there. Smooth, smooth. Mm. I think uh right now, I've got more faith in the Texans than I do the Chargers. Because I think they're still a wild card. You know, everybody, you can figure a team like the Chargers out. Yeah. And this is getting Melvin Gordon back. That was the interesting part is is they were flying all-time high while he was out. And yeah. why is that? Because Phil Rivers is, more, is freer, has more freedom to make things happen. Uh, because your rock's not there mm-hmm. to hand off to. <clears throat> They've had horrible issues with their special teams. I mean, they're kicking game for years now two or three years has been just horrific you've you've you don't have all the elements that are the most important elements mm-hmm. for a playoff run and that's that's the problem i i just i think there's still upside to what the texans are doing but they better get that line in a room and say guys everything we've done to now 
Doesn't matter because one shot to this dude as we get to Foxborough. Yeah. As we get to one of those AFC West teams eventually. You know, because they're both in the playoffs. You've got, you know, they can flip-flop, I believe. Um, Chargers in the five-hole. And then you've got the six-hole Yep. Yep. with uh, Baltimore, right? Uh, right now it's the Colts. Oh, that's right, because Baltimore actually, Baltimore went, I think it was, somebody said it was 4.7% at the halfway point of the NFL season to win the division. Yeah, and we and basically, thanks to the Saints, we basically made it easier for them to keep yep. the division. So the Steelers may miss the playoffs because of us. I love me some Juju Smith-Schuster. That broke my heart. Okay, okay. Here's the thing. I wanted the Saints to win that game, but the way he, the way it happened, it's like it, it just made it reminded me of the Minnesota Miracle, and I was just like, I know how it feels to be on the other end of that spectrum, and it's right. heartbreaking. Right. And I felt so bad for him because he's such a young player, and to go through that, man. The irony is, you saw the veteran. Receiver do it later in the day with Julian Edelman. He did the same exact thing with the rollover, get up and run. Juju just—it's one of those things where his mind was one step ahead of his, you know, his physical reactions. You know, he—he he knew the deal. If he rolled over this dude and and flipped the ball to himself, he could keep running. And I think that just you know that the coordination or the uh, repetition isn't there. Whereas Edelman, Edelman's done that a million bazillion times his, and he's a, he was a quarterback his motor skills are on point with that yeah. right exactly um, so the Chiefs who knows about them I, I mean, don't know they, what's going to happen with them. I mean Mahomes oh, has been God. Mahomes but you lost your weapon in Kareem Hunt and there's there's absolutely no hiding the fact that they miss that explosiveness to go along and pair with Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Because you, you spread the field vertically and you have options horizontally and, and to get vertically. And you've really you've made it one-sided. And Mahomes has to do a lot. And guys have now played him twice or they've figured him out. They've got plenty of game tape on him, different defenses. He's not the uh, surprise, you know, and he's not lighting it up. He's still... Successful. I mean, he's not throwing four picks a game yeah. all of a sudden, yeah. but but still, it, it's interesting to see. Like I said, right when the Chargers had their opportunity to seize it, that's how you put a Mahomes out of just put him out of his misery mentally. Like first season, okay, chalk it up, but we'll be back next year. You can do that, and but you come out and take a shit, you give him up, and that's every week. That's going to continue to. I think show why he was so great in the beginning. It's because he's right. going to finish that way, more so than the Chargers will as, as an organization. But if you, but this is how I see it, and then this is just kind of going uh, onto the AFC as a as a conference in itself. It kind of seems like everything is playing out as it usually does. Whereas the, Patri- the Patriots <laughs> secure their spot inside of the playoffs. Andy Reid gets his Chiefs in there. They're probably good for one game, and then they're done. You get, and it's just like. The page, it, it, like I don't want to put that because I, I mean I hope for the best for the AFC. I hope you know things change because I'm I'm sick and tired of seeing the Patriots the, always you know winning that conference. Yeah. But it seems like everything's shaping off the way it usually does. Where right. where Belichick knows as long as we get ourselves in, we can do damage from there. It's just it's just one game at a time, and where all these other teams are struggling just to get in or just to you know get seating. So it's just like the one thing I can I, I hope that Andy Reid figures out is basically how to get this team moving with the limit, limit with his limited offense. And and if the Chargers can pull up, I feel like the, the only threat to the Patriots, if the Chargers were to move it, would be the Chargers or the Ravens. 
Texans yeah. and Titans. They just lost their Pro Bowler Casey. It's all NFL. You know, got really the strength of the Titans all year long when Mariota is still a question mark in yeah. the NFL, whether he's going to even stay healthy. That was my biggest fear with Watson was we know he's got all the talent. We know he's got the brains. Yeah. We know he's got the, yeah. the, the gumption, the balls, the, the big D. Yeah. with Big Dick Nick yesterday is my point, exactly. you know. But the Titans, they've, they've never been able to count on Mariota. 21 questions. Exactly. Right? Like, Man, is this guy going to be here next week? Because he just had an incredible game, a 30-point fantasy game, and looked like an all-world beater like he was at Oregon. But then next week, it's like a little hangnail, and he's out for three. There is none, except lacks, their defense. Lacks consistency. Exactly, and that's the thing. It's just like, Mario, I was like... I never really had faith in him. Like him and Winston were never like that. That those two quarterbacks, I was just like they're gonna light the world on fire when they get into the league. You know, like when you saw Carson Wentz and Jared Goff, you're like, okay, these look like some legit quarterbacks. Even Baker Mayfield, you know, you're like that. These guys are gonna do some damage. But it's like Jameis Winston and you, no. You mean Sticky Lobster? <laughs> That's what I call him, the Sticky Lobster. Eating W, eating the W. Yeah. Eating the L. Oh God. That was horrible. <laughs> what the hell was that? They had, oh, I was like, if you have one job, Buccaneers, just the Cowboys didn't do it. Yeah. Didn't do it. K9 just checked in, so he's probably happy to hear you say that. We've been talking nice about the Cowboys, right? Yeah, he missed that part. Yeah. Yeah, big shout out to Dak. Uh, jumping back to the NFC, and the opposite of Jameis Winston in his Gucci flip-flops, oh, Russell yeah. Wilson. Oh, oh boy! God. Russell, the truth! Did I warn you guys about this? Literally! Go to the Hawks Nest is a different <laughs> This is, like, that is the one place next to the Superdome that I, like, it's just, it's loud. And it's not a joke. It's, it's like having to play that team in that stadium. It's like having, it's just, it's pure hell. It's like it's a oh, and And ask Pat Mahomes, because he, pre- he pretty much handled Teams on the road handled the opposing crowds. It's a different, it's a different beast. Ooh, it is. It's a different beast, man. Loud. Woo! The consistency, because all the chatter was Legion of Boom is over, right? Earl Thomas, he's pissed. He doesn't want to be here. He talks all this shit about the organization. The genuine, no fake news hate that that group of guys had for Russell Wilson and the offensive side of the locker room was real. Yeah, it was because of that, the Super Bowl. It's, it was all of that Super Bowl. That, that refusing to run Lynch in that Super Bowl just haunted them this entire time. They will never admit it was, it was that, but it was. They got one. They got one. It, they, it wasn't enough. Like they should, And even, like, I was sitting there watching that Super Bowl. It's like, okay, they're going to run Lynch, and this is over. And yep. when they didn't, I'm just like, well, I mean. <laughs> and Malcolm <laughs> Butler was a last-minute addition uh, filling in. I want to say it was for McCoy. I can't remember who it was, but he he was basically practiced that week for the first time yeah. to start in that position, and they went over that play. Hey, two great coaches, though. I mean, those are two of just the stalwarts. And the craziest part about Pete Carroll is that he is the oldest coach in the NFL by age, but you would think he was just as young as Sean McVay or Sean Payton or any of the young guys. You would know the thing about Pete, Pete Carroll that you need to kind of like pay attention to how like, he's such a smart coach. He like he pays attention to not only the, the you know like the, the skill sets of the players, but he also pl- pays attention to you know the, the psychological aspect of players. And the one addition that he did this offseason, where I was just like, they're going to be back. 
he added Shaquem and Shaquille Griffin, both of the, the two. Boys, and I was yeah. just like, that yeah. is such a Carol move. Yeah, and I'm like, they're gonna be it's they're gonna be back, and like that that those two defensive pieces, like they're gonna be back, and then you have Carson running like a crazy yeah. person, you right? Have Tyler Lockett and and just like I guarantee you, I guarantee you, if it comes down to that situation again. They will hand that ball to Carson, and he oh, will run that ball in the fucking end zone if it gets down to it in the Super Bowl. But the, the receivers are being doing good too. You see what Lockett and the pass. No, they're, they're, and they're solid. That core of receivers, I always look at them in fantasy, and I'm like, that's just consistency. Did you, you know? see the pass that the, the end the of bucket, Baldwin? The end of bucket pass just was just so perfect. To, to Baldwin? Baldwin, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought you were talking about. Yeah. Dude. And Russell Wilson is all but your size, by the way. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's probably got a little more chest to him. But, hey, if you hit the gym, you would too. Yeah. I mean, he's not he's not Tom Brady, 6'5", 6'4", six, you know, 6'6". Six, six. But uh, K-9 did want me to send along a message to you. He said, you had the refs in your pocket. Oh, the Saints oh. had the refs in their pocket, and, oh, and they had a VIP suite on Bourbon Street. Comped. Uh, I will. Here's the thing. I will agree to that. That what that pass interference call was. Not, that didn't make any sense. I do agree to, to that aspect. But that entire game in, in general was sloppy. Like the refs were bad on both sides. So I mean, like it was just one of those games where it's like the Steelers could have won that game if they wouldn't have fumbled the ball. So I mean, you know. As it stands now in the NFC, who do uh, the Cowboys play? Because I know they have one of those second or third seed games. If the Cowboys, if everything were to stand as it is, the Cowboys would have to play, I think, the Seahawks. Oh, that, oh, that is going to be a great game. That's going to be a very good game. That's going to be a great And you know who's going to show up? Vander Esch! Vander Esch! He's going to have to go he's, against Wagner. He's the only one that still wears the Brian Cox uh, <laughs> Rings like, like shield plate, battle plate in his neck, in his, in his uh, shoulder pads. I love it. Uh, I, I got to bring it up because the Panthers were a mess this year. I think they're going to have to retool that whole team, but the dude that I gave up on last year in fantasy because he was supposed to be this all-world multi-use back is having an all-world NFL oh, yeah. record-breaking type season, putting up numbers that his dad never put up at the peak of his dad's career, who was Ed McCaffrey, and that is Christian McCaffrey. That is one fast white boy. That boy got moves, man. You can't. I taught him everything he knows. Like, <laughs> literally, I remember I had him in camp, and he was a little guy. I said, look, if you want to be a success... In athletics, as a as a white boy who's probably never going to grow over six foot, Wait, for real, get super fast. Well, this was every little white kid that I mentored <laughs> growing up, so it could have been him. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I love watching the kid play. He's uh, he's he's that good. Oh yeah, he there, really is. there's no. Uh, what was the kid from Houston? I'm, I don't know if it was a little bit before y'all's time, but go back and watch video. Um, Sam McGuffey. Okay. He was he was McCaffrey. Before McCaffrey, probably ten years ago now, McGuffey, McGuffey, Sam McGuffey, uh, in, he went to Michigan. Mm-hmm. We were all like, "Wow!" Out of Houston, he was a Houston high school product. Went to Michigan, didn't work out there, didn't get the reps and touches that he felt like he deserved. And he was the first football YouTube star. So he was the first that people around the world were going to watch highlights when these guys started putting together mixtapes. Uh huh. Online. Oh, and right. everybody went and saw McGuffey because he was jumping over fools. He was shifty like yeah, that. He, that parkour mentality. That parkour mentality. Hardcore parkour. I like yeah. that. I like that. Uh, just like Melvin Gordon. We talked. I'm not Melvin Gordon. Um, 
Uh, 41. Yeah. Uh, no, no, 41. Kamar, 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 Kamar. Sorry, I called him before. Um, he's got that parkour style that just, it looks like, wow, he's not going to, oh, wait, he just did. He's just, so, he's just so elusive. He can just yeah. drop his weight and everything. I think someone was talking about how he can just, like, kind of, like, just, I don't know, dislocate something, but whatever. Just how he moves his body. It's just like, it, he just puts so much weight and you, you'll you just fall down. You'll just, you just he has good good balance. He's That's the best way to explain it. Oh, yeah, man, super. guess who it is? Checking in for a little holiday shout out. What up, what up? Watch this. <laughs> Oh, he loves calling into the show. It is my very special friend. Let's say Merry Christmas to old man Fred. What up, Fred? What's up, Tito? How about you? What time is it? Oh, you know, it's about that time. We're going to be uh, wrapping it up here in just a couple minutes, but we are live here on the rap show, and this is our NFL Nuggets. So uh, I'll bring some holiday nuggets by your way on my way home. How about that? Do that thing. All right, baby. Hey, I'll see you in a bit. Right. Watch out for those reindeer. That's my man. <laughs> yes, the one and only Fred Sanford. The dude. Elizabeth. The dude. Hey, <sighs> Big Lebowski. <laughs> to this day, still one of the greatest movies ever made. Oh, All right, so before we get out of here, and uh, of course, hey, starting in the new year, Chris and I are challenging each other. I'm sorry, Kaz. I almost gave up his government name. <laughs> Kaz and I are challenging each other. I'm going to make you, in one year's time, one of the greatest MCs to walk the face of the planet. I'm down. And that, that's every level of it. From lyrics to stage presence to... Delivery to... Delivery to, 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 to pulling hoes, yeah. whatever. And I'm going to help you become the best Madden player oh. this world has ever seen. What team should I use? What team? Uh, from what I was looking at, you really could use, I would say, any team, I feel. But personally, the Packers... From what I've seen online, I watched a couple of videos. Hackers, people huh? playing with them. Yeah. Ooh. We'll have to talk this out off air. Well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> it's just from videos I've watched. What would you say, Tyler? Uh, Duh. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Saints, but I mean, I don't know if they're. They play Madden every Sunday, by the way, on like real turf, like real, oh, yeah. real shit. They play a Madden style of of, of game. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I mean, Saints might have to be the way to go. And then what if the Saints win it, and then we win it with the Saints online, and we're just a dynasty? That'd be sick. Like, simultaneously win it? That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. all right. Well, that's the plan, then. And then, hey, yeah, exactly. And then when you make your first million and disappear, then I'll, 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 I'll see you for... Fade in the back like I'll see for ownership. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I'm gonna drop you half of it. Yeah. No, no, no. Just fifteen percent. That's all. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. They all say that, right? I got you. Uh, speaking I'm of speaking of, I know you are. I'm just fucking with you. Uh, and you're handling it well. Uh, I'm not gonna make you freestyle either until next week, because that's gonna we're gonna set it off right. Yeah. Next week we're gonna no. set it off. We're gonna. Oh, we're going to talk about some college football as well. we got the college football playoffs. Ooh, yes. yeah, It's going to be good. Four good teams. Yes. I just don't want Clemson, Alabama again. I was just thinking Notre Dame, Dame, Alabama. That would be a uh, good classic. How about we get something else that's not Alabama? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not going to happen, but I mean, you know, like, wow. let's just throw a little, little tippet up there. You know? Wow. It's not going to happen. Just but. a tippy, son. <laughs> All right, kids. Well, hey, have a safe, happy Merry Christmas, everybody. Um, before we get out of here, we got to know who's got the eggnog. Who's got the juice? Who is your front runner right now in the AFC, Tyler, a.k.a. Silver Hair? Uh, I'm going to actually say I'm going with the Patriots, guys. Sorry about that. 
Patriots got the juice. Patriots got the juice. Kaz, who do you think's got the juice right now in the AFC? Like, Aids always takes side, but he's pretty much right about this. Yeah, yeah. NFC, silver hair. You know what I'm going. We're all in Saints. Not in Saints. So you want to see Brady Breeze Brady. once and for all. I actually, the, some, I, I actually would love to see uh, Rivers Breeze because that would be an interesting the battle of San Diego, where that team no longer plays. But I mean, I think we're gonna get a Brady Breeze, so you know. Brady Breeze, Brady Breeze. All right, right now I think uh, they will write the ship, uh, and that's not the Chargers. That's the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are. You know, they just got to maintain that defense. They've got to get Eric Berry back. I think he's going to try to make it back uh, and play in small. I don't know if that's official. We'll update it on Sunday, December 30th at Satellite Bar, where we're all getting together for Week 17 finale. We'll watch all the games and then talk about really when all the playoffs are set, locked and loaded, and we'll talk about each matchup and who's got the first round by. We already know. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, I I think the Chiefs, I'm going to stick with my pick. Chiefs Rams. All right. Yep. I think uh, offense is adjustable. I think they'll get it together and they'll walk it out. Ha, ha, ha. We're going to walk it out of here right now. So, uh, yeah, that's who's got the juice. And you know who's got it right here as far as the best in sports, sounds, and style each and every week. Right here live from the Media Block. Hit them up. The, I'm sorry, booking at themediablock.com. If you need some information on how you can bring your visions and dreams to a virtual reality right here in H-Town. And make sure you check us out all over the world. Just type in The Rap Show. We're here on holidays making sure we keep you guys entertained. And hopefully this sounds good when I hit stop because it's been 45 minutes straight. <laughs> We're running through it. But, uh, hey, good times, guys. Safe, safe travels. All right. We'll see y'all. Uh, yeah, we'll see y'all real soon. And, uh, hey, to each and all, to my family and friends and everybody out there, please enjoy it responsibly. Make sure that you're back next week, okay? We will be back later in the week, but next week we, you know, gonna have a big party out there, at satellite bar. We want you to be there in one piece. So check us out on your favorite podcast platforms. I'm your host, Adam Rap. Follow me for the live stream at the Rap himself with those same two Ps. And until we see you guys next time, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaalicious. <laughs> That's a wrap. Peace. Walk it out. Can we please get some Teddy? We need we need some Teddy, right? You need Teddy. Yeah. We want some Teddy in there, right? Get Breeze a break. Put Teddy in there. Or Michael Thomas, he went in. Was that Michael Thomas that went in like that? Yeah. That was funny. Antonio Brown came with the mocking with the whole like uh, ah. thing. Michael Thomas came back. Like somebody put some Duracell batteries in his back. I was I, I lost. I gotta show up the gift. Peace. Oh, Oh, God, I lost my shit.